Hey, it's your girl, Michelle Pierre, the voice of Expresso Unicorn. I know we've been gone for a little bit on a hiatus, um, but we're back and we're in full effect and we have a wonderful guest for our Black Voices podcast today. And we have Mr. Lawrence A. Smith. Lawrence, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> of course. And so Lawrence is the owner of Zara Photography. So, you know, without delaying it anymore, why don't you tell us about, you know, maybe your background as it relates to work, uh, your family and hobbies? Um, okay, well, I'm retired military. I retired from the Army in 97. I attended, uh, graduated from the University of Maryland with a degree in business. But one of my uh, hobbies um, while I was in college was uh, photography. And that's really where all this started. Um, I kept doing photography while I was in the military. Uh, then I retired in 97, I went to work for state, and then later went to work for the federal government. I retired from the federal government in 2010. And I started the business in 2012 after volunteering and teaching uh, youth here in uh, Pennsylvania. I've been working with youth work ever since 2010, actually. So I still work with youth. Um, I uh, work, I talk photography to kids. I volunteer my time with children. And that grew more and more over the years. I started getting asked to do more things. And finally, I do what I do now, which is fashion. Fashion was never what I really wanted to do, but that's what it evolved into. <laughs> so I've been doing fashion full time, uh, probably the last uh, eight, to nine years. Okay. I continue to teach um, and I, it's just what I love to do. Okay. No, that's awesome. And you know, what I want to do is kind of go back to your your start. And so, 77, huh? Yes. You joined, you joined the military. Wow. Um, yes. And so what it seems like, because then you went from the military to the federal government to teaching, it sounds like you've had a life of service. Why was that your path in life? Um, it starts from my childhood, actually. I grew up in the civil rights era, so my mom was very active in the social uh, civil rights uh, and got us, my daughter, I met my daughter, my sister and I involved in the community activism. So that really is what started. Um, I've always had, always had a sense of giving back uh, paying it forward to some people say, and pouring in the lives of others because so many poured into my life to uh, help make me who I am today. So that's just continued over the years and uh, throughout the years in the military and even in, uh, in the federal government, I still gave back, I still volunteered uh, different organizations and I'm doing that to, to this day. Because I would like to leave a legacy of our service because uh, we're, our lives are supposed to make a difference and we're supposed to have purpose. That's something I firmly believe in. Life is supposed to make a difference and have purpose. I think there's a lot of young people and, and frankly, to be frankly honest, a lot of older people who need to hear that. Um, but thank you. So, you know what, um, what I wanna kind of pull the onion back on is you said photography was a hobby of yours. Yes. So from a hobby to a main job, how did you know that this was your niche? Like, what really got you into 
actually started in college. My best friend actually introduced me to photography mm -hmm. um, and continued through the years. But once I retired, my kids kept telling me, you know, you're, this is what you really like doing. And they're both accountants. And so they had both finished school and, and I needed a tax write-off, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right. But I, I firmly believe in giving back to teaching. I firmly believe in that. Uh, I just found a way to get paid to do it. And that's that's really how it came about. You know, a lot of um, people nowadays, especially as you think about uh, positive psychology and just um, self-care and all of these other different things that, you know, buzzwords and terms that we, we talk about in our society, you know, a lot of people are very focused on finding a hobby that you can get paid for, right? So a side hustle that can be your main hustle, right? Um, and it's something that you love that kind of gives you that sense of purpose, right? And uh, it, it allows you to wake up every day and be excited because at the end of the day, most people don't end up in careers like that, right? They Absolutely, end up in, that, that's true, that is yeah. true. They end up in a career that, you know, it's at sometimes it, it physically makes them sick to get up and go. And I just commend you for, you know, for finding this place where it seems like you're thriving in and then you're loving on people in the process. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Made my day. <laughs> So what about uh, people who want to get into the photography business? What kind of advice would you give them? Uh, I would tell them to shoot, keep shooting. Okay. That's the only way you're going to get better. That's the only way you're going to find your eye and shoot the things that you love. Uh, I really love nature. I love shooting people. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I kind of say I shoot people's personalities. However, like that I do, uh, fashion, fashion pays the bills, <laughs> but it's something that I've learned to love. So I'm telling everybody, no matter what your passion is, no matter what it is you want to do, or in particular since we're talking about photography, find something that you love to do, take pictures of. It could be your children. I'm actually mentoring a photographer right now who loves doing baby pictures and maternity pictures. That's where her love and passion is, so I've encouraged her to do that and we've talked about different cameras. That's a whole different aspect. But the key thing is finding something that you love, loving what you do. Um, you're gonna make mistakes, you're gonna take bad photographs. That's just gonna happen. You just have to get up and keep going. So something that I wanna hit on, you know, we're in this um, society of instant gratification. So what I just heard you say was keep shooting. Not that you're going to be a photography phenom, right, um, overnight. So right. it sounds like this takes some dedication and some focus to become good, right? To become what people need you to be. Um, because at the end of the day, we're capturing moments as it relates exactly. to photography. Exactly. So what would you tell a young person, you know, just in that space where you know, everything comes so fast. How do you keep them motivated to keep doing uh, photography when in the beginning you don't get paid that much either? Uh, that's true and it's tough. That's tough. But I tell them like anything, there are no overnight successes. They just aren't. No matter how successful we see a person become, whether they're a celebrity or someone that we know, there's work that goes into that. 
there's work behind the scenes. There's work that builds up to that level where you're at. And you're always learning. Uh, this is uh, photography, something like golf. You never really master it. You can become good, but there's always something new to learn. Um, and having said all of that, a person has to have dedication. You have to have perseverance. You have to have the ability to overcome failure. You know, if you fall down, you got to get up and try again. And you also have to ask questions. One of the best things I can tell a young person trying uh, photography, ask questions. Find someone that's taking pictures that you like to take or something similar and ask them questions. You'll find that most of us uh, are willing to give you this. There's no really secrets, but tips to help you. And you may find something that uh, just opens your eyes to something totally different. Like I said, that's how I wound up in fashion. I never thought that that's where uh, my niche would be, but that is where it is right now. Yeah. And that came about uh, by talking to uh, uh, Lewis McKinney, who was my mentor as far as photography. And Lewis is way older than I am, and I'm old. <laughs> but Lewis taught me so much about uh, different angles and just looking at things differently. One of the things I tell, I, I would teach kids, I take them out in photography, is I'll take them out to an open field, or even a parking lot, and that's how I take a picture. Naturally, they're starting to look around, trying to figure out what to shoot. Uh, one day, it was, it was raining, it had just rained, so I just walked them over to a puddle and had them shoot a passing airplane through reflection. Yeah. And the eyes just lit up. I also took them to a bush. All they could see was just a bush, but inside that bush was flowers insects, interesting branches. So look beyond what you see in general and really look into something. Look at, wow. at, at, at your subject. Wow. I think that's a life lesson too. <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> you know, so you know the last piece I, I guess within this space that you're 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 talking about and kind of hinting to is training, right? ensuring that you're educating yourself and then you get a mentor. Can you kind of hit on that a little bit? Because having been in academia for a little bit, sometimes young people don't realize how important uh, yes. <laughs> it is to stay in class, to keep growing, to keep learning, and then to have someone with a little bit more experience to bounce questions and ideas off of. That's right, that is crucial. I think it's crucial whether it's photography, business, education, uh, your career in the military, for instance. You've got to find that person, uh, male or female, doesn't matter, but someone who can guide you. And not just guide you, but when you need to be admonished, because sometimes we have to be, or corrected, that, that you're open to them telling you and guiding you in a different direction if need be. Yeah. Uh, going back to the fashion, like I said, I was so stuck on doing people and uh, nature. And it took my daughters to tell me, hey, you know, you're good at this. And then Lewis sat me down one day and talked to me. He said, uh, what do you see when you, when you shoot? I said, I see people. He said, what is it about the people? And I see personalities. He said, what's so different from that, from the fashion? You're seeing clothes. This personality in clothes. Mm -hmm. This personality in the designers and the models. So you're still capturing personalities. You're still capturing people. And then he encouraged me, because at first, like you said, you don't make a whole lot of money. You just don't. You have to get clients. You have to advertise sometimes. You have to get your name out there. It was kind of discouraging for a while. And Lewis kept telling me, keep shooting. 
Mm-hmm. He said, keep shooting. He said, the worst uh, photograph that you're going to take is one that you did not take. So you got to keep applying. Okay. So if you're in school, business, whatever you're doing, uh, if you're in the gardening business, you have to keep doing what you do and keep yeah. learning. And then ask those questions. And if you got a good mentor, they'll know to give you answers or guide you without you even asking. Mm-hmm. And you have to be open to criticism. You just have to be. Yeah. And you have to be willing to be led and taught. Right. All right. Someone needed to hear that out there. So, uh, I, you know, if you need to rewind this, listen to it again, but you need to be willing to be led and taught. That means you got to humble yourself. Yes. To learn. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you also talked about um, volunteer work. So are you doing volunteer work right now? Are you sitting on boards? Um, kind of what do you do with the little bit of time that you have that's free? <laughs> <laughs> I still volunteer. Uh, one of the things that I've partnered, one of the, uh, the organizations I partnered with this year was Saddle Up Harrisonburg, which is a, um, Robert Sneed is, is the guy's name. It's a black um horse. I mean, he trains horses. Yes. He has a farm. He's one of the few people of color in this area that does this. He teaches equestrian riding. Uh, it's, it's a working farm. He's got all types. He's got quarter horses, uh, thoroughbreds. I don't understand all of them, but he has all these horses. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I volunteered had the very first camp this year, two-week camp for uh, kids from the inner city. Uh, and they weren't all inner city, but it was primarily for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was for kids of color. They accepted everyone, but it was primarily for kids of color. And it was, was, was not just to teach them how to ride, but how to teach them about the equestrian business. Uh, one was being the farrier. Farriers, if you don't know, are, are blacksmiths. Uh, they, they, they can typically make, in a bad year, six figures. Mm-hmm. You're talking 100,000, which that was new to me. I didn't know that. But in a good year, if they're good at what they do, they can make three to five hundred thousand dollars a year. Yes. Wow. So that's, that was an example. So they had they bought a veterinarian, a farrier. So they learned different things, aspects about the equestrian. Uh, they learned about farms, how you know how a farm runs. Uh, they learned about cowboys. A lot of people they'll see cowboys, they see this white image on TV. Absolutely. But actually the first cowboys are black. So that was an eye opener for these kids. Buffalo soldiers. <laughs> That's right. And the word cowboy itself was a word used for black horsemen, as they were called, but they were just called cowboys because they didn't want to cause them in. But I digress. Anyway, so <laughs> oh, <good>. that, that, <laughs> that was a success. I'm so happy with that because now he has a legacy that he can build on. I have something that I can build on and I can teach other photographers about doing this kind of work. And it doesn't have to be photography, but the idea that you volunteer to do something. I just got selected to sit on the board of, it's called the David Dynamic. And what this is, it's a charitable organization that that they uh, develop and train individuals in artistic areas such as vocal artistry, sound engineering, uh, music writers, composers, composers. Uh, Leonard Casson, who's with uh, who's with Motown for many, many years, he's retired now, but he actually lives here. And we became friends for many years, we've been friends, but he's had this idea for a long, long time. 
And he called me up one day and said, I know you're ripping and running all the time, but I got something I want to run past you. He was talking about legacy building, his legacy. And he wanted to be a part of his board. Um, and he told me about this. It actually sent chills up my spine because I was just talking with Robert Sneed, who I just mentioned, about what he was doing. So this fell into my lap. So that's something I'm going to be working on. Uh, we're starting working this in the next couple of weeks. I'm excited about that. Uh, that's faith-based, uh, but you don't have you don't have necessarily be a Christian to be a part of this. They want to identify young people, and again, primarily uh, of color, but that, it's not restricted. But that's really their focus: uh, children of color. Yeah. Oh man, both of them sound amazing. And I tell you, Expresso Unicorn is definitely <laughs> interested in the the horse ranch and you know um helping to support you know inner city kids uh, to promote and learn some of those skills so we would definitely love to collab with you and and the the farm so please let us know let us know okay I sure will. all right so folks as i told you this was going to be a phenomenal uh, interview and Lawrence has not uh, <laughs> made us eat our words. Uh, so thank you so much. But before we get out of here, I like, and you've already given us so many nuggets and um, I hate to ask again, but you know, or at least ask in this vein, what would you tell a young person, young, you know, woman or man that's listening to this and specifically you know because as as it relates to this podcast this is black voices and we're trying to influence you know uh black people uh to just see their authentic self and um and grow in that space and be comfortable in that space and and become what they were meant to be so what would you leave that young man or that young woman about just whatever, right? You know, the things that you've learned in life, just some some nuggets to kind of take away of how to be successful and uh, how to have joy in this okay. life that sometimes it, it's hard to find. Okay. Uh, number one, I would say, love yourself. Uh, I think it starts there. Love yourself, uh, no matter what your circumstances may be. Don't be afraid to challenge and question um, where you're going in life, what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Be willing to learn, be open to learning, be open to criticism because not everything's going to be going our way. Uh, definitely find a mentor. No matter what it is you want to do, find a mentor, uh, someone to guide you. If you really want something, focus on it. Focus on it to the point where you talk it up and bring it into being yeah don't be deterred because you're gonna fall you're gonna fail everybody does that's gonna happen it's what you do when you fail when you fall do you get up and keep moving or do you just lay there don't be afraid to chase your dream if you have a dream or vision no matter what it is no matter how outlandish it may seem to others pursue it what i do is when i well, I will say when you pursue it write down your vision Write down a plan. Uh, give yourself some milestones of where mm-hmm. you want to be in two, three, four, five years, or whatever, and work towards that goal. Uh, and then one thing you're gonna learn is that everybody's gonna be along for your journey or your ride. So 
when as you do this, be careful about sharing because not everybody's going to be in your corner. Some people are not going to make that journey with you. That's just part of life. Yeah. If I don't leave you with anything else, I would just say this: find your passion, uh, find your dream, your vision, and, and work towards that. Work towards it. Don't be deterred. Don't be scared of failure. And don't let anybody tell you what you cannot do or become. All right. And pour into the lives of pour into the lives of others because I believe in making a difference where our lives are supposed to have purpose and and being and meaning. And we're supposed to make a difference in someone's life. Yes. I know that's that's, Ooh, all that's good. <laughs> yeah, a positive difference positive impact. No, thank you for those nuggets. And I want to make sure too that um, that you let people know how to get in touch with you. If um, they would like to learn from you, have your services and, you know, some kind of way. Um, so if you could let them know um, how to do that, that'd be great. Okay, uh, hold on a second. <laughs> okay, yeah, no problem. And, and also folks, we'll make sure that this is on the Instagram uh, site as well, where you have um, Mr. Lawrence's information, but I, I definitely wanted him to convey it to verbally. So um, the floor is yours. Okay. Uh, you can reach me at an email. It's a long email, but it's one word. These are photography at live.com. I'm on Instagram and it's D T H E underscore C Z A R underscore photography. I'm also on Facebook as Zara Photography. You can also find me on Facebook as Lawrence Smith. Okay. Well, awesome. So as promised, we did it and we're not going anywhere. We're going to keep this podcast going of, of Black Voices and you'll hear other great people just like Mr. Lawrence, uh, who's out there as a common man doing uncommon things. So we hope that you'll tune in for our next uh, podcast. And thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. If I can add one, if I can add one last thing, yeah, I want to ask your viewers to 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 follow uh, Express for Unicorn, uh, Unicorn because they're doing great things. Uh, we need this voice. We need more voices like this. So unless we support these kinds of voices, you know, we can't complain. So we got to support our own. And I love what you're doing. This is a great thing that you're doing, a great vision. I'm just proud that you've allowed me to be a part of that. Oh, don't make me cry out here. <laughs> but thank you so much for the support. And we'll definitely keep in contact and make sure that we're following your journey as well. Um, because we have to help each other, right? We have to grip hands and, and keep moving forward. So thank you. Yes, okay. Sir. You're welcome. You're welcome. Expresso Unicorn. Michelle Pierre, we are out of here. Y'all take care and have a wonderful week.